What's up, guys? It's Nate. We are back on Zero to Hero, continuing with our Lean Canvas Model series. And this time, we are jumping right in to channels. Ch -ch -ch channels. <laughs> All right. So, what is a channel in this context? Like well, TV? No, Cartoon Mike. Network. No, you goofy, goofy oh, guy. Sorry. Not this time. Uh, you goofy expletive, you. <laughs> Not. When we're talking about channels today, we are talking about basically how you're going to reach your customers. And there are so uh, many different ways that can be. It can mean free channels, it can be paid channels. There are just so many different ways that you can reach your people. So how are we going to reach our people with our business? Let's hop right into that, guys. Chris. Hey. What's up? What's how, up? How do you reach people? Uh, usually with a 10-foot stick. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here all night. I'll, I'll do signatures. Uh, basically, there's a lot of ways, but what Becaffeinated has found its footing in is, uh, so we have this marketing manager. His name's Nate. He does a great job. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we found a lot of synergy with Instagram from the get-go. We also have a Facebook, which uh, doesn't do quite as well, but it's just not as quite synergistic with our demographic. But um, we actually just hit 7,000 followers on our Instagram. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. By this, the, by the time this comes out, maybe we'll almost be at 8,000. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's kind of our free. It's, I mean, it's not free for me, but it's, you know, I, I pay Nate to do it. But, uh, you know, that's the free channel is social media. We have a TikTok where uh, we have an intern named Madeline, who's also a barista that just started doing a lot of TikTok content for us. Um, we tried Twitter for like a day and we were like, no, this isn't us. Not the, um, not, not the one. Uh, and then actually LinkedIn is a really good one too. Uh, Nate does a lot of kind of what we talked about in a previous episode, like guerrilla polls. And I've done random stuff on LinkedIn just to, you know, uh, when we were like, do we need to raise our prices? I did a poll and I was like, hey, why do you go to a coffee shop? And uh, low prices was not one of the answers. No one voted for that. It's like, oh, that's really good to know. As long as I can deliver in the other three, they don't worry about that. But you have to deliver in the other three. So that's that social media is huge. Um, and then I would I would say our other biggest one for becaffeinated is word of mouth. Mm -hmm. yeah. Word of mouth is huge for us, which is the hardest one to make happen, but also the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as the guy who, like Chris said, is running a lot of that stuff, I, I really want to talk about the fact of like nowadays there's so much buzz about social media and social media is awesome. It's definitely like the most like cheapest way to reach the most people. So from that metric, it is the best way and you can build giant communities like we have very quickly with it. But like Chris said, word of mouth is not dead. Word of mouth is still the most reliable way to get customers in your door because people really trust what they hear others say. And when it comes to actually like feeding into those channels like word of mouth, it doesn't just mean going out and talking to people in like your standard like, oh, you know, customers that come into my door. It can mean getting really creative. I am a big fan of guerrilla marketing. If you don't know what guerrilla marketing is, it basically is um, going outside of the norms and creating really radical new campaigns. So a big thing that I do at Be Caffeinated, um, I haven't got to admit because my bike's broken right now, but I actually have an electric bike uh, and I will go around the city of Chattanooga just giving out free samples of coffee, hot chocolate, uh, stranger drinks that we have going on, stuff like that. And that sounds ridiculous when you think about it. Some, it is. Yeah. Some, it's unreasonable. Exactly. Yeah. It's it is remarkable. Ridiculous. Some dude Meaning people will remark you. about it. Exactly. Yeah. Some you can dude. thank Seth Godin for that one. <laughs> 
he this guy's just coming up to you on like an electric bike with like a big thing of coffee in his hand just like here Lots have of a coffee drink. yeah it sketches people out sometimes yeah. <laughs> but the point is though the people who do that with me they're always like what why are you doing this and i'm like have you not heard of be caffeinated and suddenly i i get the notifications boom they just followed us on instagram i see them the next day at one of our shops or i see them posting our social media we've gone um i've, I've heard it talked about on like the radio we didn't pay the radio to talk about us i'm just listening to the radio while i'm doing a blood donation new good today did an article on yeah, it yeah new good today does an ar- did an article on it I, we didn't tell them to do that <laughs> at all they just did that they just saw me and they're like what's that about <laughs> what the crap <laughs> Yeah, and that's just that's free promotion. I mean, relatively free promotion because like it still is a part of my job. But that's like promotion that we didn't have to think about, we didn't have to work on, and all it took was just doing something radical to reach our customers in a new way. Yeah, I love all the things that have been said so far. I agree with them, and I think so. Bringing this to a different perspective, so like. What works for one business isn't going to work for every single other business, and, and there's a lot that goes into that. Different demographics, dim, different psychographics. Uh, you're different as a person. Different cities. Different cities. Regions mm-hmm. in the city. So, for yes. example, for Becaffeinated, Instagram popped off like crazy, which is amazing, uh, but it's more of like a mass market type brand. Like a lot of people are used to the idea of drinking coffee, enjoying it every day. It's one of those like icebreaker things that if you say, oh, I just love my morning coffee, it's like other, you're going to have a half a room of people that are, that are going to be instantly connected to you and say, yes, I'm that kind of person too. And so that's one of those things of knowing where you fit into the market and you can lean into where the strengths are. But for instance, if you are a really obscure practitioner of some sort of type of yoga that no one's ever heard about, then Instagram as a mass market thing might not immediately pop off in the same way. So depending on what your goals are for where you're at, you can try a bunch of channels, but really it's just a matter of try a bunch of them out, see what works. And then at the beginning, you probably don't have enough resources and time to do them all really well. So it's a matter of just like uh, almost like hot and cold, you know, asking all the channels like hot or cold on Facebook, Instagram, in-person events, networking events, uh, Reddit or Facebook groups. And then you just kind of keep seeing hot or cold, hot or cold, and you follow wherever it's hot. And then you once you find a reliable source, use that as your pillar channel and then just go crazy on that until you've squeezed as much juice out. And so there's like a little period of time where I go against like the, the advice we talked about with revenue streams of uh, doing everything. And so like, once you found your, your one that works really, really well, then you can go back into that mode of, of experimenting and trying out other things. Um, So looking back, going back in time, years and years ago when I was a guitar and voice teacher my most reliable methods my most reliable channels uh, I was not posting a lot consistently on Facebook or Instagram or anything else but if I played a show in town I almost always got new students. If I went and played at a church I almost always got new students. If I uh, my other most reliable one was just in person. So I guess you could technically call this one gorilla ones or whatever, but I would just literally walk around with my guitar, either strapped to my back or literally walking around playing it. And people would 
just be like, oh my gosh, you're really good. And then they would ask me if I taught and then I said yes. And so that was my most reliable methods. And I think the other one that I tried uh, occasionally, which whenever I needed it, it was there for me, was at the time uh, Facebook ads were really insane. So I would just do a Facebook ad of me playing and saying guitar while talking and saying, if you wanna learn, first lesson's free. All right, you can sign up below. And it was really simple, but uh, those are like the most reliable methods for me. So I would just really say like, depending on your industry and your business, start really broad, see what works, zero in as much as possible, and then cut off all those. So at the beginning they tried Twitter, be caffeinated. It's like, it didn't work, chop it off. So it's really like do the quick experiments and narrow it down as quick as possible. And then just squeeze the heck out of whatever works. So question. Yeah. So if you've really developed your customer segments, can you kind of hack your way through? And if you already know who you're trying to reach, kind of work backwards and say, okay, where are those people? Yeah, okay, that's good. I'm glad you asked that. You're teeing that up for me because I always love talking about this. Uh, one of my favorite ways of getting started on finding channels is to just look at what competitors are doing. Uh, the closer aligned your competitors are, the more likely their people are exact fits for you. Uh, and most of the time, especially uh, you can just go find them. They're there and available, like really popular Instagram pages or Facebook groups or really in-person networking groups. And uh, a lot of times they can't service all the people at once that, that even are aware of them. And so you may well be the person that can help them too, which is really cool. Um, and that's a freaking amazing way. So like literally just going on to their pages and seeing what are they posting? Uh, what kind of hashtags are they using? Uh, and then even like liking and commenting with their stuff so that uh, you're starting to engage with their people as well, which is really cool. Um, and that's just kind of a surprisingly uh, easy way to get a head start on knowing where those people are. Yeah. And also, if you know that your main customer segment is going to be, you know, women ages 23 to 42, like you're going to go to Instagram first. If you know that it's, you know, old guys. You're going to go to Facebook or parties, parties, <laughs> or like, uh, I don't know, MySpace. I don't know what old guys. Can I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, jo I'm half joking, but like at the Hardys and Hickson, which for you online, uh, Hickson is really close to Chattanooga, a little suburb over there. And, uh, the Hardys at Hickson is like an older guy just swimming hole like if if i had some service that really was helping them it was like we're gonna do exercise to say fit and limber through your 60s and 70s <laughs> i would go to hardy's every single day and i would be walking away with customers you know what else is an old man swimming hole the ymca ah jasmine and i have started going to actually the hickson yeah YMCA. <laughs> i guess it's just hickson. just go to hickson <laughs> but when we get there i mean we usually go around 6 30 when we go which is probably part of it but i mean we are, we bring down the age demographic by about 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, just starting there. And then if for some reason it's not responding, then going and branching out into other ones and seeing if those work. But, um, yeah. Uh, what you got, Nate? I was going to say another big thing is once you have found your channel, being able to create appropriate content or just use your channel appropriately. So if like with Becaffeinated, we realized like our main 
source of reaching our people is Instagram. Uh, that meant we put way more of our time into creating reels. And I spend way more time nowadays on stories and things like that or on lives than I do on making feed posts or on making like regular static posts because you have to understand what your channel wants. And especially with social media, they all are operating on different algorithms. Um, they're all operating on all these different systems that are constantly changing. So you're gonna wanna stay up to date on those and be able to go, okay, I've made a piece of content, but where does this content actually need to go? What channel is it gonna do it the best in? It's kind of like literally on your TV channel, like Survivor, if it was on, you know, like Home and Garden, that would be weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Or if like Ed, Ed and Eddie was on, you know, the Home and Garden channel. <laughs> That'd be weird. Pretty much anything on the Home and Garden channel. <laughs> if it's not about a Home and Garden, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So here's some types of marketing channels just for us to think about, and then we'll break into our final tips. My final tip today is going to be a decaffeinated challenge. Mm. And so when this episode comes out, we'll see if it worked. Oh, know that? <laughs> okay. basically it'll be Nate's job. Awesome. Um, all right. So types of marketing channels, email marketing, social media, marketing, social media itself, distribution. I don't really know what distribution means. I guess, I guess just like different like flyers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Influencer marketing, mm. search engine optimization, direct selling, email, online advertising and network marketing. Uh, those are just some ideas to think of. Some are paid, some are free. Um, but yeah. So yeah. final tips, final tips. So I want to hop on the fact that like the biggest thing that's going to um, determine if you're using your channels appropriately is effort. Once you find them, you really need to try to understand how to utilize them appropriately. And that can be scary. We've had people we've talked to in the past year, like I realized that my main demographic is on Instagram, but I don't like making reels. Or I know that every time I go to a networking event, I leave with three clients, but I just feel really nervous. That's unfortunate put a shot of vodka for exactly for yeah. <laughs> yeah but if that's where your people are that's what your business has basically been designed to do you need to find ways to get into there and Here, here's a hack for the networking one specifically <laughs> hire someone that likes to talk to people yeah that's a good one <laughs> i know that sounds really weird but it's not hard to find a college student or anyone that just wants to work five or ten hours a week and you can literally pay them well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but literally pay them. You just give them your script and say, this is what I want you to tell people. These are the types of customers I want. Just pay them like 10 or $15 an hour. I mean, that's what 150 bucks a week. If they work 10 hours, which is a lot of time that they could like do, you know, network marketing, just get them to go to Nuga networking, uh, the chamber events, anything like that. Young professionals, Chattanooga, Chattanoobies, uh, and just like, depending on your, your uh, business or industry, just get them to go talk to people if you don't like that. Or if you're not good at Instagram, just work with, you know, there's a future ready Institute in Chattanooga of high school students that are training to become social media managers. They have an internship program you can use. UTC has interns. Um, there's a ton of people that graduate the marketing degrees and some of them are working as baristas and maybe don't want to. Uh, you could split their time between that and something else. You could bring them on as half marketers, half whatever your thing is, which is what I did with Nate and Dylan. Um, there's a lot of creative options and a lot of people that if you give them the chance, they'll more than make up for what you're paying them. And if you think about the actual cost of, you know, five or 10 hours at a actually good wage, then it's actually not as expensive as you would think. 
Um, it's just that belief breaking that is hard sometimes. So. Yeah. Um, so well, my tip kind of goes along along with with Nate's uh, in that. Yeah, the effort is one of the biggest hurdles. And so uh, one, there's a piece of advice I heard from Alex Ramosi, which if you're not familiar with him, he's everywhere and he does some really cool business business advice. But one of them he talks about is the rule of 100. So at the beginning of your marketing journey through different channels, whether that's paid ads or individual outreach on DMs or Instagram posts or whatever it is, um, at the beginning, you're not going to be really that good. So though, though you're doing it, you're not able to know how effective that is. And so the only way you're going to get better is through a lot of volume and tw- trying every single time you do something to get a little bit better. So by doing a lot of it, you're going to have you're going to start to see some results. So if you're not that great, you might do a hundred DM reach outs to people, and only three people get back to you because. Just whatever the way you're talking to people is just a a little weird or off-putting online. Uh, And so you learn, oh, this worked when I tried something different. Let me keep doing that next time. And so in your next batch of 100, maybe six people get back to you. And so each time you get better and better, you get more reward for what you're doing. And then you you don't have to spend as much time to get as much return on that investment. And so ultimately that idea of like, be prepared to do a lot more than you think you're going to need instead of one post and imagining it's going to bring you all the customers in the world. What if you did a hundred posts and that's when you actually got what you thought you would get from that one. Uh, and, and so really to that level, whether you're doing flyers or paid ads or pieces of content or individual reach outs, do prepared, be prepared to do a lot more than you expect you're going to need. Uh, and then learn from those efforts kind of going a little preview from when we get into key metrics and uh, key performance indicators, just use that batch of work that you did to be able to measure how much output did I get from it? How many people did I reach out to versus how many people actually signed up for whatever or paid for whatever thing? Uh, Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, If not, uh, let me know in the comments and then I'll word it better. (laughs) I find it fascinating this, um, and Gary Vaynerchuk really poops on people like this, but the concept of people wanting incredible results without putting forth incredible effort. Um, it's just this, it's a weird thing that there's a lot of people want crazy, awesome results, but like after five DMs, we're like, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's not realistic. Come on guys. Yeah. If it was that easy, then everybody oh, would do it. Okay. Okay. I got one last tip. The one last final tip. One last final tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. For any of you out there that do video editing and, and you save your files as a uh, video seven final version, and then you do final version number two, you know, that, you know, the pain I'm feeling. Um, the final tip I would say is not just the effort itself, but this is like a little bit more woo woo mindset kind of stuff, but learning to realize whatever channel works for you and knowing you're going to have to work really hard at it. I think the most important tip I've found is doing whatever you can to overcome whatever internal bad feelings you have about doing that action, like the identity of saying, I'm not the kind of person that does reach outs. I'm not the kind of person that posts this much on Instagram. Uh, And really trying to learn how to love doing that action. And so most people fight against that and they say, "I, I just don't like doing that, so I won't do it. But if you can really use it as almost like a spiritual mental practice to say like, 
every single time I sit down to do more reach outs or make a post, can I enjoy a little bit more than I did last time? Can you learn to love writing copy? Can you learn to love taking the photo? Can you learn to love doing the research on the hashtags instead of dreading every single piece of it? Because that's like the ultimate hack. If you can learn to love doing the thing that you hate, but that's important for your business, you're going to be a lot happier. You're going to get a lot more results. And the quicker you're going to become really amazing at it, which then just makes it even better. So. <laughs> I've got two final tips, but I forgot the first one. <laughs> uh, I stole it from you. You did. No, you didn't. Uh, what was the beginning of what you just said? I need to start writing something. Once upon a time. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm going to challenge Be Caffeinated, a.k.a. Nate and our baristas. Woo. So word of mouth is great, and it's very important. What is digital word of mouth, if not Google reviews? So if a new place opens and you're like, hey, Nate, have you heard of, you know, Bob Smith's barbecue joint that just opened down the road? Either he says no or yes. And if he says yes, he says, I want to try it or I did try it. And if he says he did try it, you're like, oh, how was it? And either says it was great. Here's what I liked about it. Or oh, was it my favorite? If he says it wasn't my favorite, you're probably not going to go there for a while, either until someone says they enjoyed it and you have a reason to go, or if just out of convenience or curiosity, you decide to go. If he says, I absolutely loved it, here was my experience, you're probably going to go in the next week or two. Um, and then, so that's just how society works. That's how people work. So, um, and, and I would argue that Google reviews are very similar to that and are how I mean, my wife and I use them to kind of figure out, especially if in a new city or a new thing, if we want to do it. So my challenge for you and our baristas. So right now, our Red Bank location has 204 reviews. Our North Shore location has 139. Mm -hmm. Our Chat State location only has two, but it's, it's a little weird. Uh, so we won't worry about that one. And then our newest one in Highland Park by the zoo has 28 reviews. Um, so my goal or my challenge is how, how many reviews can we get by the time this episode airs? When's this episode airing? Today is December 12th of 2022. Uh, and this probably won't come out until the new year. Yeah. So at least okay. 2023. So you have at least like three weeks. So I have some ideas. Okay. So here's my main idea. Are you ready? Yeah. So our part of our branding is working with local businesses, helping local businesses, nonprofits. Um, we're doing a giveaway right now. We reached 7K and we didn't feel right doing a giveaway if we didn't include a bunch of local businesses as well that we could try and get them a bunch of new followers. Um, and it's the season to give, right? So what if we develop and hand out a little card that goes inside the sleeve of a coffee cup that's got a qr code on it and just like merry christmas hope it's a great one if you feel like giving to your uh you know this local business doesn't cost you anything here's how to leave a google review uh, uh that's good really simple it's a call to action it, it's an easy thing for our baristas to do um and maybe on the back of it it's like uh a dollar off or some sort of discount or something just as a you know even if you don't do it we still appreciate you and here's a gift for you okay yeah yeah i can make that today all right so we're gonna do that and then 
when this airs, I challenge you to go onto Google and look up be caffeinated. Uh, we have, so we have three that we're going to challenge. So again, the red bank be caffeinated had 204 North shore had, I think 139 and our Highland park one, which is 1263 East third street at 28 reviews. So we'll see where we're at. Comment below if this is a YouTube video, which it will be and what it is and uh, how you're going to do that with your business. But um, yeah, that's my final tip. I don't remember what my other one was going to be, but that's all that's right. Okay. That's the only one we needed. It yeah. was beautiful. All right. Thanks for joining us on today's zero to hero uh, lean canvas edition with channels. Channels. Ooh. Time to turn off the channel. Beep, beep, pop.